hallway here. Now I sound like Billy Mays. But either way, uh, I'm very excited about this episode that we have for you guys. We love highlighting builders, curators, creators, but more importantly, people really getting in here in the trenches, doing the work and creating the coolest fucking projects uh, in the world, irregardless of what number of web we are in. Uh, and one of those people is Godman. Godman is a creator. Um, she's i'm not gonna dox her she's super fucking dope uh and she made a project called heaven computer that me and uh, everybody here at float has been enamored with um heaven.computer for the url um spelled like it said and just so phenomenal in-depth project and we wanted to highlight her because she has a brand new sort of project in this called god observer and it's so in-depth, the details, the little things that she puts into it are, are so amazing. And, um, you know, you wanted to sit down and talk to her, not just about that, but what she's excited about in the space and, you know, really dig into the trenches and think and really talk about some of the thought leadership that's out here. Um, and, you know, basically how the fuck she's feeling. Uh, either way, it's always good to catch up with good people. We're going to get right into it. But before we start, theorograms. Do no shelling, we create the feelings. Ain't no sellout to my circle, no sir, we just sell out buildings. Sell out shows, sell out merch, you play me, but I kept on building. Speak all my riches into existence, bitch, I'm worth a million. Yeah, I use my art as my vessel and got blessings to it. Yeah, he talking hot, but he gon' always come up second to me. Yeah, I think I'm walking on the clouds, it ain't no pressure on me. Yeah, I think I'm Michael Jackson, zippers with that leather on me. Oh, I walk out the jeweler like Jay probably a bitch, them gems is on me. I told Henry, how come to New York, load up that session for me. I'm in Project Hallways, I'm with Hallway, and that's special to me. And AJ Prince know it's for certain, he no way, no guessing with me. And you already know I rep my city. And know I always rep and feel it. And he can tell you stories. He don't gotta relate no message for me. And yeah, I think I'm walking on the clouds. It ain't no pressure on me. And yeah, this beat heavy, but I'm floating like a feather on it. Recording is on. Oh, hey, Susan. Hey. hey. Is nice that Susan, the woman who just said this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't like to give names to their, their to, to you know, to their helpful recording devices. We we do because we think of her as a integral part of the team. She's a, she's a very important part of the team. We don't pay very her much. We should pay her a lot more than we do, but we should. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Probably but, why she shows up whenever she fucking feels like it. I so I know she just, she just like a, a variant of Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yes, but no. What I was saying was, um, was yeah. When when I found out about Heaven Computer, I you know we we're called Float, and we had this aesthetic around clouds in the sky and. Um, so Yuri told, tells me about having computer. I get out of bed, I go down, and I see the website. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, if, I, if my brain could produce a website, this would have been it, right? And I didn't have any more ETH at the time. So I actually sold, and I'd never do this, but I sold Bitcoin to get money so that I could, uh, you know, buy ETH and then buy having computer NFTs. Wow. And you, yeah. Did you mean to, from the website or did you buy secondary? No, I bought directly from oh no i didn't i had to buy from i had to buy secondary oh actually yeah and i bought like four on the secondary nice. <laughs> um so yeah i think i, I must have missed like the initial mint but yeah i was I've, I've been a huge fan and yeah just excited to meet you so yeah nice nice to meet you yeah nice to meet you too thanks for the nice words <laughs> no problem so what's yeah so tell me uh, i mean are Really interested to know what you consider yourself. Right? Do you consider yourself an artist, or yeah. a developer, or somewhere in between? Like, how do you? Why not both? Yeah, exactly. 
No, exactly. Because uh, I can see both, and I think you know you're you're sort of like the new to me, like the the new age artist, the next generation artist. Yeah. So I think it's like someone asked me this question once, and I gave them the the analogy of like you don't ask an artist whose medium of painting whose medium of art is like painting if he's an artist or a painter right right, right. So it just so happens that my my medium of art it is like you know websites and right. software and the gener generative art and other things that involve being a developer so right yeah yeah and i feel the same way about business to be honest with you yeah right. you think business can be an art form as well yes i do i i think you know it's it's you know the to me this new genre of creator is somewhere between artist and entrepreneur and i think it, you know i think there can be you know to to be uh to really take advantage of this space i think you need to have uh, a creative mindset and a and sort of a, a business mindset um and the people who have that that combination i think are going to be very dangerous. So for sure, I think, you know, businesses um, don't always have to be purely commercial. And I actually think in Web3, the businesses that are going to do the best are the ones that are value generative to the people and users around them, right? And to me, that that speaks to art more than it does to sort of traditional commercial enterprise. What do you think? Did we? Did she get rug? 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 If you're an asshole. God man. Did she fall asleep? <laughs> God man. Hey God man. She on mute, maybe. She might be on mute. No, because the little square would be popping up if she was on mute. Oh no! Dropped. There we go. She's back. I think so. Now she just has to unmute. She's almost there. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there you there, go. There. There. There we are. <laughs> You, you got lost in like the like the interstellar. You got like lost in the bookcase of Matthew McConaughey. So, I'm having some technical difficulties the last few days of my life. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know how I managed to squeeze out this drop with, with everything that's happening in my life right now, but it happened. Yeah, congrats on that. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. well, not the not the technical difficulties, but the Congrats on the draw. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I also have pretty bad internet connection at the moment. So Where? my the internet in my house sometimes rugs me and I'm currently using like mobile data to talk to you guys. But yeah. It's okay, let's proceed. <laughs> <laughs> um AJ, what were you what were you talking about? No, I was just talking about yeah, this the 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 idea that you can mix business and art, um, and or business can be a medium for art, like software, like painting, like music. Um, I don't know if you heard heard what I said, Godman, but I was just saying that you know I think you know in 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 Web three this whole new category of creator we hear a creator economy. I think you know that that sort of designation can you know can mean a lot of different things and i feel like it's the blend of artists and entrepreneurs right so, you know are are like a new class of creators and have, um go ahead if i if i may stop you there because i think you're gonna keep expanding and i have a lot of things to say about that i would or... love yeah i'd love to hear <laughs> so sorry and, for interrupting but yeah because i I'm someone who I enjoy making art out of several different things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just made art out of like space data, for example. So mm. I can see even like something as, you know, which you'd think is 
boring, like, you know, hard scientific data, I can think of it being art. But I've never imagined business as an art form. And mm -hmm. like, like you said, it is a space that expects us to, you know, it's very DIY, like you very do it yourself a lot of the times. And, and apart from like the big projects that are now hiring people with business experience, a lot of people are kind of just winging. But even the people with business experience, perhaps don't really know what to do in, in a new technology with a new, you know, ideology behind right. it. We're kind of just, everyone is just kind of learning it as they go. And I'm, I haven't had, I've had a lot of hard time, I don't know, maybe grasping the business side of it. Right. So to hear you say, put it as like, oh, it can be an art form. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it'll make me a bit more <laughs> interested if I look at it on that way. Because Yeah. Yeah. So far I have not. It has been the greatest challenge, and a lot of people come to me and they're like, "Oh, how is the the one thing that I think my project is most described as like underrated?" And I don't know if I'm flattered or I'm mostly flattered by it, but I think there's also a part of me that feels that I should be doing more for it to be rated right in a way that is appropriate, and that's what I'm lacking. Is definitely the business side of it, so. Right. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> sure, sure. And I think, you know, I, I think that you're right, that that this new space that we're in, in Web3, it 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 requires a new mindset uh, around um, how you think about business or how you think about art even, right? Um, and I think, you know, the, the mindset really is less commercial. It's not about me extracting value from you or me getting money from you it's me delivering value to you and i think in this way you know business can be an expression just like um just like art can and it can carry ideas and it can carry uh a philosophy um and if it's truly customer centric and if it's truly focused on the end user and it's really trying to say something and it's trying to deliver value to them and i think it can be um you know, it can be looked at as as an offer and and, uh, and propagated that way. And mm -hmm. so I think for you, like, you know, as with any artist, I, you know, I think the commercial side is, is always a little challenging. Right. You know, when you when you apply sort of market dynamics into an expression, uh, you know, sometimes there's a conflict. But ultimately, I think what you're trying to do is the same thing I'm trying to do. You're trying to express yourself in a way and put something cool into the world and get an idea out that has a philosophy behind it. And you want it to connect with people. Right. And, um, you know, it's really not, you know, it's not about how, how big and, 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 uh, popular it becomes right. As much as, you know, are people really understanding the, the statement that you're trying to make and connecting with it, and are they excited by it? And are they, you know, are they, you know, getting value from that and telling their friends about it and bringing more people in? So I think in terms of, you know, like, like you are, I think you're a very, in a very particular space where, you know, you have a cult following already. And to me, like those are the best brands to, to build and to grow, um, because they're, you know, that you have connected with people in a very, like a very direct way. Again, like I sold Bitcoin to buy, you know, having computer <laughs> NFTs, right? And um, that's a good investment. <laughs> yes, I, I, I agree with that. And I, I believe that, right? And I think, you know, the, the if you continue to just put out work, um, and this is, you know, this is fundamental to, to our belief around float and how we operate is, uh, you know, just continuing to let the work speak for itself and, and people will catch on. And some people will catch on late, but, you know, eventually it'll happen. And I, I, I believe that for you, too. I think as long as you continue to, to put out thoughtful projects um, that are interesting and cool and, you know, fun and weird uh, and you continue to carve your own lane, then, yeah, you're, you know, whether it's next week, next month, next year, um, more and more people will recognize it. And I think with every every one of your projects, you know, the, the goal is 
likely to transcend the current audience and build a broader audience. And I think, yeah, I, I can see that happening for you. You know, that is very reassuring to <clears throat> to hear because, you know, like I dropped my first collection in August last, last year. Right. And it took me, I don't know, I started working on it or at least, you know, building the concept for it early 2020. So it took me like 18 months to... Wow. to you know from the moment i started actually like buying a domain and actually actively working towards creating this and into actually putting the creation out 18 months in the making wow. and so this last collection um i started working it more seriously after i did an airdrop which was like november last year and right. so like november december last year i started working on this last collection So I'd say like a little over six months of work. And, and like, I don't know, I feel like so much has changed since August, since I deployed my first collection. And now right. since these six months that I started working on this next collection, there were so many different narratives in the NFT world. People saying, oh, this is the next big thing or that is the next big thing. And meanwhile, I'm just, you know, sticking to whatever I wanted to do in from the very start, you know, not yeah. listening to the noise of the market, but also um, there's a part of me because I love what I did and I wouldn't want to do it any differently, but as an artist, but because I'm inserted in this NFT world and because this NFT world is very centered around, you know, what's the most financially viable project right i feel like that my you know my wanting to do a full-fledged collection with a full-fledged application that goes with it and taking my time to do it may have damaged the you know financial viability of the project as much as people will appreciate the attention for detail the effort that was put into it and i know also that I can't help but think like I'm not as successful as I would have been had I, you know, not successful, but because you attach so much the success to the financial gains of a project, you know, I find, I find myself artistically to be successful because I've achieved my vision, but it's hard to feel completely successful when, the floor price barely moved after, you know, all these months of work and, you know, so, yeah. 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 And I think, look, I think um, I can, I, I, that resonates with me and I, I can see the, the challenge um, because, you know, the, the, the narrative that's dominant in web right now is floor price and volume traded and, very financial in terms of the metrics. Um, and I think it's just because of the, the, the crowd that's here right now that dominates. And it might not be the dominant crowd, but it's the loud, loudest crowd, you know, small but loud, is, you know, are the opportunists, are the people who are here to flip NFTs, are the flippers, are the, you know, the people that aren't really here for the art or don't know art, but, um, but you know, are trying to make a, a quick dollar, right? And I think, Those people hopefully are, are, are getting washed out with this, you know, latest downturn. Um, and I think what you're going to find is that what, who, who remains are the people who are looking for amazing art and artists who make it right and ascribe value to that. And that's the narrative that we want to start to highlight. Right. I mean, that's that's really our job uh, at Float is to find artists like you, give them. Uh, you know, give them a platform to be heard from and and hopefully work to help their art be valued uh, relative to the effort and the innovation that, you know, got put into it. And I think, you know, to us, what we're, we're, we're really looking for um, as curators, as fans of art, you know, as lovers of art and collectors of art are people who are identifying their own lane and continuing to build out their own vision and being innovative. I think we're, we're, we're in a space 
that and I, you know, I hear this word a lot about renaissance. And I do think, you know, in some ways we are approaching that. I don't think we're, we're there yet. But I think as soon as uh, the, you know, sort of the broadly speaking, people understand and start to realize that, you know, it's now space where we're now in a place where uh, innovation matters and where uniqueness matters and doing something, doing being a copycat or biting someone else's style is whack, right? Wow. You know, it's almost like the jazz age. Like if you are a trumpet player and try to play like Miles Davis, like people wouldn't respect that. I don't know, I don't know if that's the general feeling in the NFT space. It's not yet, yeah. Like it's if not. you look, there are very famous cases of copycats that are actually more successful than the original artist. Um, for example, the um, I think it was Crypto Chicks that had... Uh, actually copied a Brazilian artist mm. and um, as now the Brazilian artist she I think she gained some success now but ne not nearly as much as crypto shakes and I think they worked out a deal in the end but it was right. with a lot of pressure from 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 the, the community not right. the chicks community I would say I would say for sure because there's also the you know, protect your bags kind of thing. So <laughs> no one's going to really speak out against copycats in this space. So, yeah, I, but think, I think, yeah, not, and I, and I, and I, I hear you. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say that's the, that's the issue with the, with art being so intertwined with tokenomics and, right. Um, I don't know if we can change this culture without, you know, in changing intrinsically anything about the human being when we are financially driven. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's a hopeless quest. <laughs> I think there's going to be subcultures, to be honest with you, right? I don't think, I think NFT culture is going to be, you know, multifaceted and not sort of monoculture. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, there they already exists, right? There are people that are here now that respect the art and, uh, really appreciate and value it appropriately. And ultimately, you know, I think, you know, in your case, if someone else was to come out and make a duplicate project or try to, even a derivative project, I, I think it would be very obvious because of the uniqueness of your aesthetic and what you're doing, right? Oh, so we have kind of copied the website and basically, you know, it's hard because I cannot claim ownership over Windows 95 aesthetics. <laughs> right. But, you know, obviously you can see that people copy some elements that are right. very clear that it was copied. And um, but it's hard because when people want to, you know, protect their bags, they will find ways to say like, oh, but you don't own Windows 95. Right. And they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no exactly and look i mean look we have references for windows 95 mac os in our you know deep in our in our twitter thread right that's why i said when i first saw the website i'm like wow this is cool this is like exactly what i would have made but i think what what the copycats can't do is they can't do your next project they can't do your next one they can't do your next one your next one your next one you know like they don't know what's in your brain and so you're always going to be ahead as it relates to being Godman, right? And I think that's what mm -hmm. you'll be able to always bank on is that people can, and, and I think ultimately what we will find, and I'm, you know, this is my theory, so we'll see if it, if it plays out. But, you know, it's almost like the more people that copy you, the, the more valuable you are, right? And the original is. That's why I'm, I really rock with this concept of like open source art period, right? Like, you know, everyone should be able to copy you and make it different um, and do something, you know, tangential, but, you know, ultimately they're not going to be able to, to see your vision and, and outpace you, um, because they don't have your skill set, your creativity, uh, your imagination, right. And, and, you know, all the other skills that you bring. So it's almost like, like Kanye, right. You know, Kanye, a lot of people could make, uh, you know, 808 and heartbreak type album after he did it. But then he went on the Yeezus and he was, you know, he's always sort of a step ahead because he has a process uh, mm. and a philosophy that underpins, you know, what he makes. Same thing with Virgil, right? These guys, they, you know, they operate on a different level and people can always copy what they do or build on it, but they're never going to be 
the the OG original. So, so what happens a lot of times is there is a small creator doing something cool that resonates with some people, and then a bigger creator sees that with right. you know more power, better marketing, right? Steals that, and you know becomes the the for the general public the creator of that thing because right better marketing and that happens a lot in you know in music in a lot of right medium and and i i think well i think now with the with social media and stuff like people are able to call out these behaviors better mm -hmm. but yeah we can only think... hope that yeah people will actually valued the original better but yeah. that's not the case and do you think that that having your art on chain helps right so you know there is a a timestamp associated with your creation that's you know locked on blockchain and doubly no one can change it no one can fake it and you know it's it's very obvious who was the original does it does that help in your mind alleviate some of that so that's that's how my point of view of NFTs have changed since I started on it because when I first heard about it and not when I first heard but when I started studying it more in depth in 2019 my first you know as an artist the first use one of the first use cases I thought about it was you know attribution but that was way before the whole NFT craze and profile pic craze and stuff. Right. So during that time, I thought like, okay, that's revolutionary. Artists can finally attribute their work because I also, I grew up doing like uh, pixel art and a lot of mm. digital art for Tumblr and stuff. And I would often get my work jacked work and stuff and or retweeted or like um, reblogged re without, you know, blogging or anything like that so um yeah so that's what something i thought for nfts but in practice it's the technology cannot enforce that unless there is you know laws there are laws to regulate that because the technology can assist but it cannot enforce that and that's where you know as much as people like that NFTs is an unregulated place, then I think a lot of its technology, then it's, you know, we can, we, we still need some sort of enforcement of certain things. Yes, you can claim authorship, you can claim, oh, I own this monkey and no one can right click save it. But, you know, and obviously governments, I think Singapore did something like that, enforcing that OpenSea cannot trade. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the details. But I. I mm -hmm. we're starting to see like actual governments actually enforcing these ownerships. So I don't know if I actually agree that just the fact that I minted or I have it on chain is doing anything. Got you. On its own. Yeah, got you. And have you have you thought about just making like a CCO project where people can actually borrow and and create on top of your creation? Well, that's something that is allowed, actually. Okay. I, I gave my NFTs. They're shared under a Creative Commons share-alike license, so in, which allows you to remix and also even commercially sell it, but you have to attribute credits. And right. I would have given it a more flexible license, but because I used work from other people which had these licenses that, you know, kind of force you to share under the same license, I opted for that one. Okay. But I'm actually, I'm okay with like people remixing and using other people's art. I really don't mind people using my art, remixing it. Um, as long, even commercially, I really don't mind. But like, I, I like... I don't I do it for the recognition a little bit and I know it sounds a bit egotistical of me to admit but we like the recognition and that's why 
we appreciate being credited. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, look, I think, I think ultimately what, what's going to benefit you um, and other artists like you are people like us, right? So that, you know, we, we really exist so that you don't have to sell yourself, right? But what exactly do you do? What's that? What exactly do you do to assist with all of these? Yeah, so we, you know, we want to tell people, we want to yell, you know, from the balcony and from the cliff that Godman is the the next, you know, best thing since sliced bread, right? We we wanna we wanna promote you so that you don't have well, to sliced bread is popular. Howie just left his house to get a whole bunch of sliced bread. <laughs> so, so just sliced bread is pretty good. But you know, Godman is better. So heads, yeah. Clear heads up. Uh, on Operation Tuna Fish Sandwich, complete. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right. And and you know, a lot of us have given up carbs, so we're we're not really into bread like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, you know what 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 I was saying is you know we 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 exist to highlight and elevate art that we think deserves to be seen and heard, right? that's what we do for musicians, right? Like, you know, there's 35 million songs on the internet. Um, many of them are bad. You know, many of them are really good. Um, and, you know, without someone going through and finding these artists and elevating them, a lot of the most talented art and artists would be hidden in the depths of the internet for a very long time, if not forever, right? So you need people um, who are curating and digging and finding cool things and elevating them and giving them exposure and visibility um to to give you know credit and uh attribution to the artists that are making cool stuff right and um and that's what we want to do right we think that's a that's a big job we think that's going to be a profitable business as well to find artists and art that you know is seemingly undiscovered and help it be discovered and i think it alleviates a lot of pressure from the artist to have to then think about, okay, how do I market this? How do I spread the word? You know, it's like you can outsource all promotion and, and marketing to us. And it's better if it comes from us. It's mm -hmm. better if we say Godman's awesome um, <laughs> than you saying Godman's awesome, right? It's just, it's a different, you know, it's a but whole like, different. How, do you, how, how do you see marketing in this space that isn't like, you know, the traditional, like, whitelist or yeah no i think it's i think it's collaborations mostly um i think you know it's it's that in track record right so again to me it's not about promotions dumb i think promotions are a waste of money um if people aren't talking about your work to other people then your work's not good enough now i'm not saying this specific to you i'm just saying in general Right. Mm -hmm. This is for us too. like, if people aren't talking about float to other people and we have to start uh, using digital ads or, you know, we're on Twitter spaces all the time talking about ourselves, uh, obviously our product's not good enough. Right. So instead of wasting that time and focus and energy and money on marketing or ads or whatever. Right. I'd mm -hmm. rather spend that time and attention on making the product better until it excites our community enough to go tell their friends and everyone else about it. Right. And so that's what we're, you know, we want to do, right. We want to do that for us. We want to do that for artists and, you know, help, help them, you know, think about how to excite their fans, excite their followers, excite their collectors to the point where their collectors are advocates for them. Right. Uh, and, and they do the marketing for the artist. Um, instead of the artists having to do the create, you know, creating and building and do the marketing, it doesn't, it's, they're two different skill sets and they're two different sort of, um, you know, kind of mind spaces as well. And typically, you know, there's not a lot of overlap between being able to do one really well and being able to do the other really well. The other thing is most people hate selling, <laughs> you know, like it's not fun to sell your, your 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 stuff right and you know so i'm going through this right now you know because we're fundraising and you know look like for me it's it's not comfortable right it's not comfortable to be like our shit's amazing our shit's the best our shit's gonna go nuts um i believe that for sure 
but I'd rather someone else be saying that. And so a lot of the, you know, even for me, like a lot of the conversations we have with investors come through introduction. I'm not cold emailing people and saying, Hey, look at me, look at me. Um, typically, you know, we we have conversations and use our network and those people introduced to other people and that's how it works. And I think, you know, for artists, there's something there where, again, the, if I was going to, you know, sort of, if I was to provide any, any guidance to you on, on business, that business aspect of, 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 you know, your, your job as an artist, I would say that I think the, you know, thinking really hard about the community around your art and what you are enabling them to do, what you are empowering them to do and how you're exciting them. That is what's going to drive growth and uh, expansion for you and your practice over any sort of traditional marketing or selling that, you know, you might, you know, think is necessary from sort of the, the old way. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's, so in practice, how would you do that? Like you take care like of everything related to business and marketing or Like what? We would take we would take over everything related to community, right? We want to know who your fans okay, I mean, are. So you said like collabs, for example. So right. does that mean? How does that mean? Like because as far as I know, or as far as I've seen it, it means generally when people offer me a collab, they mean like, oh, my project's minting, and I want to offer your your community a whitelist. Oh no no no! I mean creative collaboration. Oh yeah, so that's the actual collaboration. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's 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 a word that's been like kind of sorry, I didn't realize in that NFT space. Okay. Yeah, I also got tricked into it, and I'd be like, okay, what kind of art are you doing now so we can collab? And it's like, oh no, I don't want to work with you artistically. I just want your people to mint my shit. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, sounds like I mean, a, like... sounds like a, a fucking con artist. Yeah, no, yeah, that's I think that's just how it goes, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> they offer us a lot, that kind of stuff. No, no, I'm talking about you know, if if you and I are collabing or you and Float are collabing, you know, we're doing work together, right? Um, and I think exactly. that's yeah. how I see yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I could give a fuck about like who the heaven computer, you know. Like for us, I could give I could give two shits about who the heaven computer holders are, right? In terms of like getting float NFTs, you know, in front of them. Like I'm more excited about, okay, like what would a sort of Godman uh, and permanent digital collection look like? That would be crazy. Like, like how can we facilitate that? Or how can we work with Godman to do something crazy for the community around Godman. Like that to me is the type of collaboration, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm referring to because I think, um, you know, sort of doing these you know, collaboration, collaborative work is a big, big part of what's attractive about Web3 to me and the ability to sort of bring two skill sets or two ideas and bring them together and create something new and bigger and bolder is, is amazing. Like that's, what's exciting. So To, that to me is like the uh, an amazing way just to start um sort of you know i hate i hate the word marketing but like marketing in a way that feels more natural because you're only going to be working with people you respect and who's uh who who are bringing something to the table that complements what you're doing and i think you then get the benefit of growing audience with their audience And if it's someone you respect and a project you respect or an artist you respect, then their audience is going to be filled with dope people just like your audience is. And I think it just it, it's, it's a more natural way to to grow versus, you know, like we said, the, the other way. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> so, um, so and what's always role in this besides making sandwiches? <laughs> oh, listen, listen, listen. 
don't 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 uh yeah that's an important role by the way don't come on <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, i'm a pr- premium sandwich maker over here right yeah. real artisanal shit so so i'll tell you so hallway's critical um because hallway's built his career on discovering artists right that's his first love that's his passion he's been doing it for decades um and you know that's that's core to to you know what what I'm about and what we're about. We like art. We like art that's made by artists who have a true perspective and are are creating from an honest place. Um, artists that are putting out work and continuously continuously working. Um, and he's been you know finding and elevating these artists for you know what almost 17, 18 years now. And um, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't dox my age, bro. Like, if you yeah, that's like, yeah. all right. He's like 19. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, think you, you, you kind of doxed your age already in a few spaces when you, you mentioned a few of like the you were talking about like the sampling scene or I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, mixtape and shit. Yeah. Mixtape, yeah, that was it, right? right. <laughs> so. So that's what, yeah, so always here to, you know, just help help make sure that, you know, the vision is aligned, that, you know, we are not only finding these these artists, but putting really dope content and editorial around them to contextualize their work so that people not only, you know, get to meet the artist, but understand the work and and understand the work that goes into the work, right, which is also important. And and with with that, um, you know, when you when you mix curation the way we're doing it in a decentralized way with high quality editorial on top of it, uh, we think that's, you know, the ingredients for, you know, valuable work um, and uh, a platform that, you know, does exactly w- what we wanted to do for artists. You know, we want to bring artists to the attention of of our community um, and our community is made up of, yeah really you know cool people who can who are across industry and can do um you know a lot of different things for artists in terms of collaborations even right and so you know it's 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 yeah hallways point being hallways roles is super important beyond making sandwiches he is um he is uh you know a critical part of the storytelling that you know that that we do for artists and um you know, it's a critical part of, of increasing the value of, of the work that we present. Yeah, yeah. So every time AJ talks about products, um, we've got like a, almost like a, a curation, uh, what do you call it, an engine? So a curation engine, uh, where anybody can submit any link on the internet, and then people who have our token can vote on it. And then that kind of signals and identifies who we work with, um, you know. So it's not just like me or AJ being like, "Hey, this is dope. We should work with this person." It's more so like it's like an open submission system that then like the whole community gets a chance to um, vote on. And then you know, if you don't have any tokens, um, then you know, as you submit and get co-signed, you earn your way to getting a token. So it's kind of like a system that validates people uh, as they come in, um, you know, and val- kind of gives a signal to me. It's like, oh yeah, we should work, like who should we talk about today? Or who should I write about today? Or who should we, you know, who should we think about working with? And it's like, it's not a guess because it's just like, all right, we're gonna go into our, go into float.xyz and see who's getting a bunch of cosigns and check it out and see what's yeah. left, right? We just, we just give the community what they want, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like an easier way of us uh, kind of figuring that out. And then on top of that, you can build kind of anything really, you know, so. And like, what is like the background? Like you said, you have experience like with artists and like Mm -hmm. what kind of business artists or like is it so, music? What kind of? Yeah, Me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both of you. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so I started a blog, like a, a pretty good sized blog named Ill Roots um, with, some, you know, with some friends. 
um, way back Goins from Impermanent Digital was one of those people in there. Um, and it got to a really big... You know like, him from back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was about three or four of us, and we started a blog, and it got really, really big. Um, we did it pretty well. Um, and so from that, we just, you know, I just constantly have been, like, trying to, trying to write and find, like, the musicians that I really like and that I could identify, you know. So, um, it's, yeah, but the blog was called Ill Roots. And um, there's a couple of New York Times articles on us. Um, it's pretty, yeah. If, if you're, if like, if you're from the blog era, um, or you look into like some of the music blog era, like before DSPs, um, you know, we were, we were, as far as hip hop goes, we were, we were up there. Um, I'll be, I'll be interested in seeing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you, I'll send, I'll DM you. Uh, a link or at least a starter um, but yeah we we had a good go at it and then from there I kind of went into streetwear um, under a few different brands um, and just worked behind the scenes and, and um, yeah I mean that's my background AJ yeah and my background's completely non-traditional so I was a, I was an engineer I was a nuclear engineer the Navy for, for five years, um, got out of the Navy, went to business school and then worked on wall street, um, selling alternative investment products. So, um, you know, talking to large institutional investors and selling them investments. So I did that for about 11 years, got bored, <laughs> um, essentially of making super rich white dudes, very rich. And, um, said, you know, look, I want to do something else. So I, I took some time off. My wife and I uh, traveled. That's when we lived in Lisbon for a, a while. And I had always been a, a huge collector of art, fan of the arts. I'm a, you know, sort of crack musician myself. Um, but really what I realized when I, you know, from from having a large network of artists around me and friends, um, musicians uh, that, that were trying to make it, my value add to them wasn't, you know, my music talent, it was really my business acumen. And so I'd always been working with them and trying to help them navigate the music industry, which is how I got to know the music industry really well and realized that the music industry is just a, a humongous scam for most artists, um, especially at the major label level. And, um, and, you know, my advice to these artists was you need to figure out, well, we need to figure out a way for you to sell your music and not get away for free to sell t-shirts. Right. So that was, um, that's kind of what led me on the path to, you know, what we're doing now was trying to help independent artists solve, you know, a very big problem, which was how do I make money off of my art so I can make more art? Um, and, you know, as an independent musician, that's nearly impossible to do. So, you know, crypto and blockchain and NFTs and, and tokens help solve that for an artist, whether they have, a hundred fans or a thousand fans and um, or a million. Right. And, and so this is, this has been, you know, core part of my motivation and, and passion for building this business is to, you know, onboard as many artists into this space as possible um, as a way for them to be able to earn money and continue to make art. Yeah. That's dope. I think there's sometimes, yeah, I think there's a lot of parallels between the music industry and what the NFT industry is becoming. And it's funny because I always thought like the NFT industry would disrupt the music industry and like kind of dismantle record labels and like right. you know, this, what you call a scam. Um, but I see it kind of, I don't know, I see it kind of, becoming the same thing in a different format not sure it's too early to tell but right yeah and that's the thing i think we're still very early the model hasn't been been shown yet we're working on it um very hard yeah. uh, and you know we've been at it i've been out for two years you know i've been 
yeah. building float since March of 2020. And only for music, only, you know, to help independent artists and independent musicians. And, you know, I've seen all the projects, right? I've seen all the platforms. I've seen all the marketplaces. We've, we're hip to everything that's happened in Web3 musically so far. And it's not done. It's not here yet. Like the, the vision that we have um, is, is, I think, the farthest that I can see that could do any amount of damage to the, the music industry. And it, uh, honestly, to me, you know, and to us, it starts with decentralized curation. And that's why we built the curation protocol that we built and are starting from that perspective. Um, yeah, we think that's the most disruptive thing that could that could happen is at least starting from a place where the curation is not done by corporate executives. Uh, it's done by people who have an appreciation for the art and are really, you know, at the baseline of culture. Yeah, that's cool. But I agree with you. I think to, to date, yes, um, the NFT space is, is, has left a lot of potential on the table. Um, but we're still very optimistic. Uh, you know, obviously, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't. Um, but we're still super optimistic about this technology and what it can do. I think ultimately, the transparency layer of blockchain is the innovation, right? That's the thing that, um, uh, you know, allows all the good actors to prevail and the bad actors and the, the people who, um, yeah, you're sort of, you know, you, you can't fake, you know, on-chain revenue. So, so. I think that, you know, that, that transparency layer, I think, uh, writes a lot of wrongs that have occurred in the music industry. And, you know, again, we just haven't seen the DAO who is, you know, the DAO is the replacement for a record label, right? Okay. It's, it, you know, and we haven't seen the DAO formed yet that does it that way. And that's, again, when, when Hallway's talking about our curation mechanism and it being available to anyone on the Internet. Right. That's what it feels like. Like, you know, the 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 new music industry is going to be global. It's going to be optimized for the Internet. It's going to allow anyone to participate and earn and not three companies in, you know, in California. Right. So. So we'll yeah. see. OK, good chat. Yeah. Well, super nice. To, nice to meet you. Um, what's what's next? What's coming up? What's you know now that you you've got this dropout? I don't know. Um, I take you take some time off. <laughs> yeah, I focus a little bit on my personal life that is quite messy right now. <laughs> okay, good. That's yeah, awesome. that's awesome though. I I actually love the fact that you said you know taking some time off because I think like in the spaces especially it's like um, you know we kind of need we need we need that right like yeah. like like aj aj told me a couple of weeks ago he's like yo just, just you know get off of twitter don't be on social so much and i was like yeah yeah and i kind of slowly like paper myself off like a crack addict and um like the whole last week which is terrible me i like when now that i hear myself saying this out loud i feel like i'm at a fucking meeting yeah like all last week i wasn't doing any coke you know? <laughs> So, so, yeah. so yeah like I all last week I didn't do any Twitter spaces didn't really do Twitter hardly at all except for like maybe to and it's so, like at the speed at which things move I almost feel guilty when I don't work it's you know what though, you know what, though? yeah I, I would yeah I would say that's not a valid I wouldn't I'm not gonna try to validate that because like yeah I I, I tell like I'm in a I'm me and AJ are in a, a group chat with like Yuri and Classface and Deads and and Noah Breakfast since this is recorded I don't want to lose no while um and I feel like that's tribe right I feel like that's like my people so like now that I found like a few people that I can talk to. And it's it's really almost like that Twitter spaces that we had that I would have with with Glassface and them, and like we should do this more often or whatever. But it, I think the main thing that I've learned is like, you know, I just getting away from from Twitter all of a sudden now slows the space down. It feels like I'm not running on a highway, you know, like it just it feels a lot better and a lot different and like. 
it's not as noisy to me. Like it's not as like, it not a, yeah. It doesn't feel as noisy as maybe the space kind of feels like when you're right in the middle of it or when you're like creating and producing and shipping and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like also it might settle as it becomes a more established, you know, technology and as opposed to, you know, this unknown hectic thing that everyone doesn't uh, know about. Yeah, that, that could take a while. Because I think <laughs> the nice, the, you know, the, the interesting thing about, you know, Web3 is that, you know, all, all we're doing right now are, are building these Lego pieces that the next generation that comes into this are going to build on top of. So I think we could see things start to speed up. And it might mean that, yes, like you just, you know, pay less attention to the noise and really get into your bag and do your thing and not worry about, you know, what else is happening because you have your collectors, you have your fans. And that's, you know, those are the people that you should be interacting with as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, not worrying about maybe what, you know, is going on in the broader space because I think it could, it could go hyperbolic you know and even faster than than we're witnessing right now and i feel like that's going to happen you know if you really think about how many people are in the space right now globally you know maybe we have two percent adoption you know and so um so we'll see but i think either either you know like i say maybe even less than two percent yeah right 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 So that's scary. But look, I think I, mm. I think, you know, I love to work and I think you do, too. And so, you know, you, you probably are in some ways like, you know, just stepping away from work is probably hard. And then, yeah, just, you know, being in Web3 and, and, and feeling like the pressure to to move, move, move is, is additive to that. But um, yeah, like yeah taking a break is just like doing this what I call like soft work, not like this is kind of like work what we're doing now, but it's to me it's being on a break. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have right. to think too hard. I might right. be stupid the next few days, but bear with me. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Give your brain a break. Watch some yeah. dumb TV, like you know, exactly. write doodle in a notebook. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly but it's good, yeah. that's cool that's cool uh well godman it was nice to meet you um yeah, yeah like nice i said you know you. been a been a huge fan really you know supportive of of all that you do and if there's anything that we can do to be helpful please let us know like i'm i'm all in and uh you know i think you know there's a there's a rare skill set here that um needs needs more attention and more people should know about and so let us know how we can help you with that oh thank you Thanks, Holly. No worries. No worries. <laughs> I feel I feel like I like he comes in and is like good cop. I feel like if it was like a movie, I'd come in and say, No, we don't fuck with you. That is, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, he brings you up and then I play bad cop and be like, uh, No, you were you know, there. You know what? Like I think there were a few topics that were like it's because I also need to figure out what I want to do, you know from this moment on because I also like I I still want to do some some stuff that I already promised to the community but that shouldn't be like too difficult work you know I mm -hmm. but I want to think what I want to do you know on a long term you know right. thing and I don't know I think we talked about a few things that I you know I could you know I will keep in mind and then I don't know. Once I have a clearer vision, it's good to know that you guys are here, that you guys have these skills, and and that we can, you know, possibly work in the future. Yeah, yeah, we're But down. I have a clear idea. <laughs> yeah, we're down. If you know, again, if if there's ever a time when you feel like you need quote unquote business partnership, um, yeah, please reach out. Like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, we're at your service. We're we're happy to help and promote and 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 build, uh, and just work. So, yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out. If there's anything we could do to be helpful, and this is where Holly says, "Nah, fuck you. Don't ever, <laughs> don't ever talk yeah, to you." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's I... cool. And I want to like, like I don't know, invest more long term and not let this 
you know, this small no notoriety that I've achieved go to waste. You know, I want to mm -hmm. use that leverage into something bigger, you know. So that's yeah. to know that there's people that I want to, you know, help and work with that. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, legacy is going to be cool for you, especially when we start doing crazy shit in the real world that has impact, right? Like, I think that's the future for us, for sure. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of things like, you know, once we get this business up, I think the art is going to come and I think it's going to, you know, really have like an impact focus more than just like, this is cool and we're coming together and we're now friends. I think, you know, what we're really trying to do is do something broader um, that has implications for other people like, you know, who are struggling in the real world. So um, yeah, I think, I think there's a, there's definitely a lot to talk about going forward. All right. That's cool. 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 Thank you. All right. Thanks always for setting it up. Godman, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. You yeah. You have a, an easy next couple of days. Mm -hmm. Thanks. All Bye. Right. Yep. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far and you tweet out, we need a Godman team float collab ASAP and tag us. We'll send you an NFT because we love you.